somebody getting the ball, making a tackle, sacking the quarterback, some pro making a play. Look at him go, stiff arms, he's a sledgehammer, he's in, touchdown Tennessee! Hey guys, what's up? This is Brucker, your commissioner. I am joined by the People's Champ, now known as the role of Tampa 2. I'm joined by Nate, our reigning fantasy football champion from last year. Hello, Nate. How are you doing? I'm good. I was going to pause for applause, but you know, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing good. I'm feeling good. I'm happy. Happy to be here. As long as you don't make me do what Zach did that one time a few years ago, where I had to put in all the sound effects from him winning the weekly prize not even like winning the championship (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh that's good stuff no i wouldn't make you do that i didn't want to be too like over the top i did play around with my my team name a little bit just to i don't know rub it in but ultimately this is a new season so (laughs) i'm moving on (laughs) well well, the, well, take this moment as your chance to rub it in and everything. So last year, uh, this was your second time going to this, going to the championship, and your first time winning it. Uh, talk us like, did you did you expect it going into it? You know how how your thought process going through the playoffs and everything, and how's it feel coming out on the other side? Uh, yeah, it was a. Uh... It was a tough season. I think uh, I felt like I had a really strong draft going through. Um, you know, my team, I don't know, it's tough. Whenever you see other people just kind of like killing it points-wise and getting that weekly prize, like the new guys that came in, Jake and Steven, uh, that was tough. And I didn't really feel like <laughs> I was performing as well because I was just too concerned with two guys who had never been associated with our league just coming in and running a train on us the first eight weeks of the of the season um yeah dude but they no. were i know we all talked about it but last year was definitely the most competitive this league has ever been and it was yeah. also probably like the most fun it's been so like jake and steven like it cannot like go um it, we cannot like overemphasize how like how awesome it is having you two join the league because like every like we don't have a taco anymore like there's no league taco in this when normally mm-hmm. we have would have at least one dude <laughs> that had there's no idea what was one. going on no and there was there was, used to be like a lot of shenanigans too um entertaining entertaining shenanigans but at the same time when everybody was just on it i felt i feel like there was a lot of um like og league member uh camaraderie going on seeing those two be so successful and then us kind (laughs) of not really verbalizing it, but just kind of making a pact of we cannot let these motherfuckers come in here (laughs) and win the first year. That's bullshit. And then one of them was in the finals. Oh man, I was doing it. I was doing it for the league because that I put my whole ass into it. Like seriously, I was like, I cannot, I can't lose this. First of all, I'd lost on a point, a stat correction, in my first appearance. Right. And, you know, Ryan earned that, but at the same time, like this time around, it was just a little bit more, there was a little bit more into it because it was new guys and and not wanting to be 
shown up that way. Because, I mean, could you imagine Steven oh winning God. and then going into the season? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. That dude's, I love that dude. We've talked about me going to Pennsylvania playing baseball, him coming down to Austin playing some baseball, but oh, I yeah. could I could not I couldn't fathom it because he was <laughs> acting a fool this draft, just like sniping picks in front of me. But oh my god, if he had won, I wouldn't I would not have been able to forgive myself though. I, I did it for the league as like eye roll as that is, you know. <laughs> I I do love how much him like I think it was like his team name. I can't remember if it was him or Jake, but one of them they just changed her team team name to like I still beat Zach though. So <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and also uh he's not a newcomer anymore. He's been in the league. This is his third year with us too, but like Alex Hankey still we still appreciate you coming in and saving us that one year when Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. And I was stoked for the dude to to actually be able to like have a I felt like that this was his first year of being able to have a proper draft because he got he got handed a team his first year. And then last year mm-hmm. he was traveling, doing it at the airport and everything. But this year he got to sit down, join in on the Zoom and everything. It was great, great seeing everybody that was able to make it. Yeah. And he drafted probably what I would consider to be one of the top three teams uh coming Definitely. out of the draft. So I think um yeah, I'm excited to see him get competitive. Um and just go up against everybody. But yeah, I, I guess going back to last year, championship speech. Props to me. I don't <laughs> <laughs> did has did Ryan ever send you the trophy? No. What? <laughs> There's there is a trophy. I think Ryan's been sitting on it somewhere. I don't know. I think because I don't think he ever sent it to Chris. And then I think he's just I think he's just holding it hostage right now. I could prepay for packaging through fedex ups all the things and ryan would not drop it off so (laughs) that thing is as good as gone uh sitting wherever it's sitting uh probably on his mantle and um he probably tells everybody that he he just wins it every year so he (laughs) he gets to keep it he's got years and his name etched into it every single season since he won yeah probably oh my goodness but um ryan let us know if if the trophy is still around um so going into this year nate how did the draft was a lot of fun and i felt like everybody had wild wildly different strategies um Mm -hmm. did you feel any pressure coming off you know being a championship like did did that affect your draft strategy going into this or like did you keep your strategy the same How, how was your draft strategy uh as far as my draft strategy i didn't even get to implement anything that i set out to do you know being the 10th pick usually you end up being like a wide receiver heavy squad but by the time the the picks came around to me I had Saquon and Nick Chubb just kind of sitting there and I'm not just gonna pass on low-hanging fruit you know what I'm saying so I picked them up and like the second I did it I was like all right I gotta just (laughs) I'm going off the cuff now you know um so that that kind of that definitely frustrated me um and then getting sniped with the Patriots actually did kind of piss me off. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad uh, I'm glad we executed that trade like on the spot the second he picked it. So um, also Steven just coming back into the Zoom, just be like, got him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had left and then he comes back after he makes that pick and he knew I'd be upset and I was. Um, but, you know, we can't we came around on it. I wanted Addison, but, you know. 
I wanted the Patriots defense defense even more. But no, I guess I guess last year coming into this season, yeah, there's there's definitely pressure. I feel like I do have a target on my back in a way. Um, personally, I do view myself as like, you know, one of the more competitive people. Um, you know, humble, <laughs> humble statement. <laughs> But you know, I, no, I yeah, the, no, your the stats kind of reflect the reverse it. karma, though. That as as your strategy is the reverse karma. Like you, you, you always like play it down. Like, oh no, dude, I don't have a chance this way. Your team's so good. That's all you do. You play <laughs> off the karma game. That's all you do. I do ride the karma, man, and just a little bit of dumb luck. Um, no, but I was I was talking to somebody about this actually about my draft strategy, and I feel like. The ninth year, it took until the ninth year for me to figure out like what statistics I need to be looking at and how to measure um, players I think are probably going to like pop. And um, and last year I kind of put it into effect. And it obviously like I didn't every year I'm trying something different just to see how it's going to go. And then last year it actually kind of worked out. I think I think I figured it out like halfway through the season. And so mm-hmm. this year I kind of drafted based on that strategy, so just kind of going all in on that. Um, so we'll see what happens. I, I'm pretty, I'm feeling pretty good about it. Um, but I, I think it'll go well. I think it'll go well. I'm still shocked that you picked up Deshaun Watson. Like, yeah. Second year in the row you draft, you actually drafted him way earlier this season than, than you did last season. Well, he was also suspended last season. So that makes sense, I guess. But, um, cause you and I were talking about strategy and I was saying how like, <laughs> I was talking about like, you know what, fuck it. I normally like stay away from guys. I like I just feel like are pieces of shit. And I was talk <laughs> I was talking about Tyreek Hill and Joe Mixon. I wasn't talking Oh you were. About- oh, okay. Yes. And you just go, Oh, so that means you're gonna draft Deshaun Watson. It's like, no, I I'm not gonna go full full evil. I can't do that. <laughs> yeah. I I did go full evil empire. So I didn't I wanted Justin Fields. That was gonna be my guy. Um and again, they all came down to the draft strategy and Hanky had picked him up earlier in the fifth round and I had him projected to go at least in, in the sixth or seventh or something, but the quarterbacks just kind of flew off the boards way earlier than I was anticipating. Yeah. So that kind of screwed me up. And then my next guy was going to be Anthony Richardson. Um, but I knew I could wait, I could wait it out and I was willing to wait it out. Um, Cause I, I, I did want, I wanted Zach to pick up Deshaun Watson just because of the, <laughs> the optics of it. Um, the quality of, I don't even know, fantasy football content that would come out of it with Zach owning Deshaun Watson. Like, just imagine that, you know, like it's going to be very boring with me, with me having him on my squad. Cause I'm not going to talk about it cause I'm not proud of it, you know, at the same, but I did this a little bit of spinning that reverse karma right now. No, this is look, it. This is I, I've already put it into play though. I, I did the, I'm doing some like fantasy football carbon offsetting by putting Hendon Hooker on my bench. Cause I mean, you know, go Vols, right? Just to <laughs> get that yeah, going. And I've got I got Kyler Murray in there. So if Kyler Murray picks it up, Deshaun's gone. That's it, you know? But <laughs> we'll see what happens. I'm not proud. I was not proud of it. I didn't want to do it. Um, But, hey, I mean, he's probably going to be like a top 10 guy. So, like, people were drafting. Actually, I'm not even going to compare him to Ben Roethlisberger because I think Deshaun Watson's probably, like, way worse. But... <laughs> Yeah. Here we are. <laughs> I honestly don't know how well he's going to be for fantasy. Like, and that's not me like trying to like be like a shit talker or anything. I honestly just don't know how well because like I don't think he looked very good in the preseason. 
and he didn't look very good last year either, but like, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I was going off of the improvement metric, and he did kind of look better week to week. He de- he was so- definitely rusty at the end of last season, but the last couple games, like, I could see he was putting it together. Um, you know, at least from from the tape I was watching, right? <laughs> right. No, yeah. <laughs> I, I he's got a lot of weapons. They they obviously brought some guys in to make him look better. Um. I don't love having him and Chubb because I do think he's going to poach some Chubb touchdowns, but at the same time, like two solid guys. And if Deshaun Watson sucks, we got, there's like six or seven quarterbacks, you know, in free agency, I can just pick up or make a trade. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, I I ended up picking him up wherever I did because it looked, I looked at the quality of like, you know, the regular players and it just kind of looked like the round that people were going to start taking their second quarterback and I mean, I'm not the only one who picked up Deshaun Watson. Let's call out the people. Let's call out Zach, Ryan, and JP. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we all did it. I'm not. I'm not alone in this. So I, I just I knew he was going to get scooped and stashed, and I just thought to myself, you know, why not just start him? So here we well, are. At least you're honest. Um, let's uh, let's see if we can spend the last five minutes here going through the weekly matchups that we have here. And going sure. through our predictions for that. Okay, so we'll start off with yours. You're the rule of Tampa 2. You're facing off against Spongeworthy, otherwise known as Ryan, who is mm-hmm. holding the trophy hostage. Uh, Sleeper has Ryan with a slight edge uh, over you of him getting 134 points and you getting 132. Um, I'm looking at the matchups. You, quarterbacks is Deshaun Watson versus Joe Burrow, Nick Chubb, McCaffrey. Barkley versus uh, Etienne, Etienne, uh, Calvin Ridley versus Lamb, uh, Keenan Allen versus Mari Cooper, TJ Hawkinson versus TJ, or I'm sorry, uh, Schultz, Drake London versus uh, Damian Pierce in the flex, uh, Alexander Madison and Terry McLaurin in the other flex, kickers, Carlson versus McPherson, and then the New England defense versus the San Francisco defense. Uh, how do you feel going into your first uh, matchup? Um, with this, it's <laughs> Ryan. Ryan, ever since beating me with the stack correction in the championship, I've always felt <laughs> is like my 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 rival in a way. But it's funny being having a rival and then knowing your rival just doesn't give a shit at all about who he's facing because he knows he'll be in the playoffs at some point. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it kind of cracks me up. Um, but I, I think, I think I got a strong edge. There's some guys on his team. I'm not super high on, um, you know, like whom Damian Pierce specifically. I'm not super big on that guy. Um, I wasn't really a believer last year. He didn't really do too much. And this year I'm not really expecting as much, especially with CJ Stroud and you can, you know, turn his wheels on whenever he needs to so that I don't like right. I don't like running quarterbacks with running backs so or with like you know I know what you running, mean running backs that you drafted so that's a little tough but he's going to make it up with Amari Cooper I think Amari Cooper's just going to get a lot of looks Dalton Schultz is more of like a dump off guy um so it's good to have right with a rookie quarterback but I think I'll I think it'll be close I think it'll be close between the two of us yeah, it definitely will be. It seems like the Brown Cincinnati game is gonna be a big one for you too because 
you have Watson and Nick Chubb, and he has uh, he has Joe Burrow and Amari Cooper, mm-hmm. and, and also uh, Eric McPherson. Uh, how do you feel? I always like. I always. I sometimes feel like I will overanalyze this sometimes, but like you having the quarterback throwing touchdowns to your opponent's receiver. <laughs> um, does that ever like? Do you ever get in your own head about that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think the, my one thing is if you're going to get a touchdown, let it be like a 40 yarder or something. So I can get those extra points at least just to make up the difference. Cause I know he gets it on his side, but for me mentally, it does something to me and I feel like I'm doing something or mm-hmm. if he just wants to go, you know, pure yardage, maybe not a lot of volume, you know, so he doesn't get all those PPR points and stuff. So I'm definitely working some like juju when I'm watching the game, but, um, that's kind of, that's kind of where my head's at. Uh, I think like another, I think like the last kind of like semi big game they all share is the Jags Colts game because you got Calvin Ridley and he has Travis Intian. So I'm interested to see how Ridley does. I mean, like, I'm like personally rooting for the guy, but not too much just because he's on the Jags. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. But I do have Intian in like a few other leagues. So I do hope that he does good. Uh, <laughs> I, I think Travis Etienne is just such an underrated player. Um, I don't know why he got so much hate last year. He was solid. And then but having that like quarterback running back connection, went to the same college, they understand they kind of think the same way, right? And I'm, mm-hmm. they may have even played together. I'm not really sure, but um, I think they did. And there you go. I feel like that's having that second year of NFL experience under um Etienne's belt with what Trevor Lawrence's third. I mean, the handoff, you know, the dump off game is going to be crazy between them. So I think they're going to have a really good connection. Um, Calvin Ridley, he's kind of my wild card. I picked him really early, but I just, I really wanted him. Um, He's fast. He knows what he's doing. I think when he was out previously, we thought it was like, you know, a mental health thing, but it turns out it was like probably just a precursor to the betting. So I feel a little bit better about that. So his head's in the game. He's apparently looked really good at camp too. Yeah, I was watching the TikToks, so he looked <laughs> looked pretty solid. I'm I'm an easy sell with some of these things. So, um, alrighty, well let's go on to. I think I think you're right that like it's going to be very close. I think I'm going to give you the slight edge just because I don't know how like Joe Burrow's calf injury is going, and I mm. wonder how that's. And, the the Browns have like a really crazy defense. I don't think the Bengals have really fixed their O line, so don't know how much he's going to be able to scramble and run out of uh, pressures. So I think that's where I, I bring the slight edge to you in this matchup is the quarterbacks there. Thank you. Um, that's a really good point too. <clears throat> let's uh, move on to the other matchup. We got uh, my dinner with DeAndre uh, Jake's team going up against Zach's Whitey Tidies. Oh, and poor Zach cannot catch a break. Uh, Travis Kelsey officially ruled out <laughs> for week one, and I saw he could miss somewhere Ooh. between two to three weeks. Um, so sucks for your second overall pick to go out, but at least it's not like season ending, you know? Mm-hmm. And this motherfucker all, like, already has George Kittle and Travis Kelsey <laughs> like, in his starting lineup. Yeah. Oh, my God. But... um. There's, uh, Jake has the edge of uh, sleepers giving him 59% winning. And again, this is with Travis Kelsey still being in Zach's lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, but his points 
expected points are still there at like 11. So that has it updated. So, um, but Jake predicted to get 139. I think he's predicted to get the most points this week. 139 points versus Zach's 119. Um, we got Anthony Richardson on Zach's team going up against Mahomes. I'm so excited for uh, Jamar Gibbs with the Detroit Lions. I was telling Jake I really wanted to get him, but I already have Amon Ross St. Brown. Didn't want two mm-hmm. Lions like that. Um, this is this is going to be an interesting matchup because there's a lot of players on both sides that like I'm interested to see Gibbs. I'm interested to see how Richardson does. Interested to see how Isaiah Pacheco does as a running back with I, I assume he's the RB one with the Chiefs and how like they utilize him. But um, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm I'm giving Jake though the edge in this one. I think Jake is going to pull out of this this matchup. Yeah. I, I completely agree. I think the things with, with Zach's team is that Pacheco is kind of like a two down back and he's not really getting the same looks that I don't, they just spread, they spread it around in KC. And I think Jarek McKinnon specifically would get a lot of what Pacheco should be getting. Um, and then sometimes they, they mix in Clyde Edwards Hilaire for some reason and it just messes everybody up and nobody wins. Right. But right. I think, I think he's got the stronger team. Jameer Gibbs scares me a little bit early on. Like in the like the league in general, just because he's kind of working out of a committee, like they just picked up David Montgomery too, so he's going to get some looks. So it'll be good though. I think Jake's Jake's got this, and if history tells, Jake's going to get the twenty five dollars <laughs> this week. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We will definitely see. Uh, interesting that there's not like a clear like game for them to watch because they don't have a whole lot of overlapping. I mean, really, like, it seems like Jake's going to want to be paying attention to the Thursday night game because he has Mahomes and Gibbs. And uh, he has a few, he has both, I didn't realize this, he has both Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Whoa. And he's starting both of them right now. Interesting strategy. <laughs> Interesting strategy, Cotton. We'll see how, we'll see how it works out. Do you uh, do you watch all the games whenever these oh, go no. on? Or No? Okay, I don't either. It's too much. That's a lot of anxiety in a day, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I don't have enough time, and also the Sunday tickets fucking expensive. Um, but uh, but good, good luck to both of you, and I'm predicting Jake to come out as the victor on that one. Um, getting into my matchup, uh, my team name, I changed it today to Amon Raz Ramen Al. Oh my god, Amon Raz Al Ghul. Jesus, love it. Uh, versus Steven's team, Jalen Hurts Donut. Um, Steven all sorts of chaotic in the fucking draft, just getting all <laughs> sorts of Eagles players, sniping people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he, it felt like he drafted mean spiritedly, but I completely admire it. So I'm so here for, for his energy with mm-hmm. it. He definitely came um, in with a fuck you attitude he, in the draft. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. And he also has the other big injury news with Cooper cup being rolled out and possibly going on IR. Mm-hmm. Um, so and JP already snagged up Van Jefferson. Uh, so we'll we'll see what uh what Steven decides to do to bounce back there. But um I I am the favorite according to Sleeper with 61%. Uh my hundred my predicted 137 points versus his 114. Um I don't like going up against Jalen Hurts. I don't like going up against Bijan Robinson. And I don't like rooting against 
DeAndre Hopkins to not beat me in this game. So <laughs> oh, uh, those yeah, are players. He's on the Titans. Yeah, so those are players I'm definitely and worried about. But uh and also I have Christian Watson. It came out that both him and Romeo Dobbs didn't practice today and that like they're both on the injury report. So don't know what that means. I got a little nervous this week about Justin Herbert, not because like I'm worried about him like uh, getting hurt or anything, just like just like um, because I got in my head is like, oh, when if the whole new offensive coordinator move doesn't work out for him. And I'm just like, I drafted him really early on <laughs> in the draft. No, so man. I decided, I decided to give up my hopes on rookie um, Devon, a chain running back with the Miami dolphins. I just picked up Geno Smith as a, as a backup quarterback. I'm not, I'm not going to be playing Smith this week, but um hoping for the Herbert to Eckler connection a bunch of this yeah. year and everything so um yeah i uh, mean you you're, you're top two guys and then amon Ra, crazy you're gonna get some crazy volume out of these dudes christian watson solid guy even even if not because right he's gonna jordan love's gonna need somebody to lean on um mm-hmm. i think the sleeper that's gonna get a lot of points in this one is the philadelphia defense um just mainly because They've got Matt Patricia, and he used to be our defensive coordinator, so he really knows everything about Mac Jones, our offensive scheme, mainly because he did coach offense last year. So that's going to be tough, too. So things to consider. Yeah, definitely. So I – yeah, my host draft, because you were talking about Amin um, St. Brown, he was like the one guy I wanted to walk away from. I, oh, yeah? Yes. In all every single one of my mock drafts, I was able to get him right there where exactly where I got him in the second round. Mm-hmm. And um, I was really hoping to come out of this the first two rounds with Tyreek Hill and Amon Ross St. Brown, mm-hmm. but uh, Hanky did not let that happen. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> he stopped but, a lot uh, of guys. Yeah, he did. But um, I was again. I I have hope for Christian Watson. I really think Darren Waller is going to be huge this year because uh, you said it right in the draft was it was it, which was exactly my line of thinking. He's going to be the number one. Mm-hmm. receiving option on the giants this year so mm-hmm. and i'm really hoping for dj moore to really come out this year because he looked great in the preseason he fucking smoked the titans in our preseason game against him so um he had like a 67 yard screen pass touchdown or something like that against us so Damn. uh i was definitely bought in after that game I went all right i'm gonna i want to get him <laughs> <laughs> just just to add to the Darren Waller hype for your team right now, he's also pissed off at the Raiders for trading him because he had just gotten married in Vegas to his wife who plays for the Las Vegas Aces in the WNBA. So he had this whole thing set out for this season and it just completely got ripped away from him. So he is going to be playing a lot of fuck you football and that's some of the best football. So fuck that was you, a great football. pick. Football. Ugh. Fuck you, football in New York is exactly what I need from him. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, Stephen. I'm predicting me to win. So, um, there we go. Uh, for the second to last matchup we have on the list, we have JP's team just trying to sleep in his profile picture of him and his two babies. I get it, man. <laughs> and then, uh, well, I don't, but uh, I get that you're tired. And then versus Alex Hankey, your loss. Uh, this one sleeper has a split 50, 50 
chance of either one of them winning. JP 130 points, Alex 131 points predicted. Um, man, I gotta say, I actually like I like both of these teams a lot. I like Alex's team maybe a little bit more, mm-hmm. but JP's Same. team, if the if all of those dudes hit, his team's gonna be fucking scary. Yeah, specifically Jay Flower Zay Flowers. Um mm-hmm. he's taken a big chance. I don't know about how do you feel about playing a rookie their first game in the NFL? Your first game of the season. I, I think I think against Houston is fine. Is 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 what I think. <laughs> <laughs> You're a matchups guy. Okay, I gotcha. I definitely am. I mean, like I'm pissed because Zay Flowers was a late round dude. I was getting in all of my mocks. Mm-hmm. And also him snagging George Pickens, ugh, I was so hoping for him to come back to me on the turn that round. JP sniped him. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like JP's team a lot. He also got AJ Brown, Tony Pollard, Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson's gonna have a bounce back year. Um, it, but then on the other side, he too, you know, we got Justin Fields who could be like he'll go off. He's gonna be he, the number one quarterback. Yeah, I was gonna say he could be the this year's Jalen Hurts. Like he could be like the fantasy MVP this year. Uh, Justin mm-hmm. Hurts very well could be. Josh Jacobs also has that fuck you attitude over there in Vegas that you were just talking about with uh, Darren Waller because you know they they didn't want to sign him at first. Um, I hope Najee. I I like Najee Harris as you know the football player. You know we both went to Bama. Uh, I, I I'm wanting more for him. I really was expecting him to be like like a Derrick Henry 2.0 when he got drafted and everything, yeah. and he's been kind of quiet. So I kind of hope that he's able to pick it back up this year. Uh, yeah, he's not really doing enough for a guy who the team needs to lean on him, you know, with a mm-hmm. young quarterback. So, but I mean, he's got Tyreek Hill and Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith could put up forty points any game, you know, and that's that's what's scary about him. And that was such yeah. a great pickup. But he's got the balancing factor of Kyle Pitts just not catching anything, which. Broke my heart last year. I picked him up in like the fourth round, and that was like he should have gone undrafted. So he should be better yeah. this year. Yeah. Um, I'm and also looking at both of their full rosters, they're both sitting on four quarterbacks. People will probably be hitting them up for trades later this year. So between these two teams, we have Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers with JP's team, and Justin Fields and Tua mm-hmm. with uh, Alex's team. I, I could see people hitting them up midseason if streaming quarterbacks is turning into a bitch uh, because these are four quarterbacks that they're just sitting on on this. Um, geez, Louise. Yeah. I don't know about A-Rod, but definitely Tua. I know, I know Rodgers is going to a place with a bunch of weapons, but he, I don't know, man. He's kind of does that like late career Tom Brady thing where he just isn't getting a lot of yardage. And he is playing strategically for the team, you know, which doesn't really translate to fantasy football, in my opinion. I was watching uh, Good Morning Football this morning, and they were talking about Rodgers. And I forget who. Oh, no, it was um, Kyle Brandt. Is that his name? I forget his name. But uh, the guy that does the angry runs, he was they're all doing their predictions for MVPs this year. And he was calling for Aaron Rodgers. It was his pick for MVP. And he basically plotted it out like this is exactly like Peyton Manning's journey when he went to the Broncos because the year he went to the Broncos he won his fifth MVP 
and like this i guess would be like roger's chance to win his fifth mvp two or something like that and then um and then we know how manning went so i think I, I think that there's a chance that rogers is like really fucking good i really wanted to get garrett wilson i almost thought about taking him in the second round over oh yeah yeah i'm wrong i almost thought about it but just because i knew there was no way he was coming back to me but um with I, I feel good about Rodgers this year is what I'm saying. Um, mm-hmm. And with the Tua, I almost thought about when if I just draft Tua, Tyreek Hill, and Waddle and just go full Dolphins with that. <laughs> I thought, I thought about that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, they'd all go off. You know they would. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah, I think um, ultimately I would, I would lean – this one could go either way, but I think I would lean hanky on this one just because of Justin Fields. Um, yeah, I see. Uh, I want to say hanky. Uh, the, the only thing that's making me doubt JP's team specifically this week is just because he has, is it Deion Jackson? Yeah, he has Deion Jackson mm-hmm. in his lineup. And like, I don't know if that dude's going to be good for Indy, especially going up against the Jags defense, which is good and I don't know if, if JB had any other running back in right there, I'll probably give him the edge. But I also think that Lamar Jackson has a shot to make up for it because he's playing against the Houston defense. So um, it could it could go either way. So so that, that's that's where I'm at. If JP swaps out that running back for someone else, I'll probably give him the edge. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. Especially, I don't think Indy's going to be running the ball too much this next game because Jags. That's a they got a lot of weapons, and they're going to yeah. score a lot of points. And then Deion Jackson is just going to become completely irrelevant, like in the game plan. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Deion, he's, he's kind of the weak spot here. Yeah. Um, All righty. And then going into our last matchup, it is Chris Bloodstone and company versus uh, Levi Scott's Herbert and Ernie. Sleeper has Chris with the slight edge of 52% winning. Uh, Chris has predicted 137 points versus Levi's 132 points. Um, I'm looking at this. I bo- Both of these teams are really strong. The I'm leaning Levi. Thing... I'm leaning Levi. Okay, tell, tell, walk me through this because I'm, I'm still trying to make up my mind. Okay, so for me, two things. Chris is one of the top three guys like every year in this league, but him drafting Cam Akers so soon. I don't know what he was doing. That's I'm suspicious. hoping. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Did you, did you project Cam Akers? I wasn't going to touch him. He at wasn't all. anywhere near my list. Yeah, no. Um, and he came really kind of early too. I feel like that was like, there was a few guys above him that he could have picked up, but, um, so K makers kind of threw me through a loop. Maybe he knows something that we don't, so we're just going to let him do that. Um, but I also don't like, um, I don't like busy running back rooms, like specifically the, the New York jets. Uh, they got Brees Hall mm-hmm. and Dalvin cook. I mean, if you got Brees Hall and Dalvin cook, who are you going to play? Like real talk as a coach, I'm going to play Dalvin cook. And I don't know. I know he came, it kind of came in late in camp, but at the same time, like, He's not coming off an injury, too. Yeah. Brees, yeah. Didn't Brees Hall tore, tear something, like an ACL or something? He so. tore his ACL week seven. Yeah. 
no, I'm going Dalvin Cook. So I, I think having Brees Hall in the starting lineup is kind of like perplexing me a little bit. Maybe he's just kind of doing that like fake out thing leading Which up Chris to does. it. Chris is he does a do that. Fucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucker. <laughs> um, you, Chris. But I mean, Levi's team is just absolutely stacked. Trevor Lawrence, this is going to be his season. Derek Henry is a fucking monster. Y'all are going to lean on him so much. Ramondre Stevenson. Ezekiel Elliott is going to do nothing to affect Ramondre Stevenson's value. I think he is one of, I, I know I'm speaking as a Pats fan, but like he is one of the most underrated running backs in the league. He's going to go off. Diggs always doing his thing. Metcalf always doing his thing. Njoku, I don't know if Watson really looks his way too much, but he kind of did play with the tight ends a little bit in Houston, so we'll see. Uh, JK going to get his touchdown stolen a little bit by Lamar's legs, so we'll see how that works out, but uh levi also just had a child and he's got like dad energy kind of fueling this this week so (laughs) i think he's gonna make a surge you know yeah definitely uh speaking of jk dobbins uh levi check your inbox because i sent you a trade offer for him um (laughs) but uh (laughs) still sitting still leaving me on red my guy um yeah like so I agree with everything you said about Levi's team. Levi has a very strong team. And I agree with everything you said about Chris's running backs. Don't know how I feel about Brees Hall. Don't know how I feel about... Well, I don't feel good about Hall. I'll say that. Zero clue how I feel about Akers and like what they're going to do. Because, I mean, like they were... I mean, because like, the Rams were one of the people that were going after Jonathan Taylor. I think like, they also made talks about some other running backs throughout the league, too. Um, I'm surprised Alvin Cook didn't go there, too. So... Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, but Chris's wide receivers, first off, he has Josh Allen, but he's going up against the Jets defense and they have a really good secondary. Um, but I love, I don't Chris's. think that matters with Josh Allen. Do you think that I don't, I don't really think that matters. He has like derp games occasionally. And like, I don't know this being like, be like an in-state New York rivalry game. It might be like a little derpy. I don't know. Um, the, I'm now realizing Chris's big game is the Buffalo Jets game because he has Josh Allen, Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson all in that game. Mm-hmm. And also Levi has Stephon Diggs in that game too. So, but what I was saying was don't, I feel iffy about Chris's running backs, but his receiver core is fucking strong. Justin Jefferson. Stacked. Stacked. Garrett Wilson. Yeah. If Mark Andrews and Christian is Kirk. healthy. Yeah, yeah. No, you know how Christian Kirk? Oh no, I am. I am. I think oh. Calvin Ridley is going to be stealing a lot of what was great about him last year, but that yeah. could just mean he's just more open <laughs> this year too. They play different positions though. Christian Kirk's more of a slot, so I think he might still get the same looks. It's just that Trevor Lawrence is going to actually have somebody to catch that deep ball with Calvin Ridley. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. You know. Hmm. Oh boy. But yeah, so I like Chris's team a lot. I think his wide receivers are really good, but I think Levi has the better well-rounded team that is still, that he still has like really strong pillars. So I'm going to go against sleeper on this one and give it a Levi. Yeah. Same. Sorry, Chris. Sorry, Bloodstone. (laughs) Uh, All righty. Well, I think that is going to be it. Uh, I guess one more thing before we wrap up any uh, trade offers you want to throw out there before we hop off anyone, anyone's Uh, arm you're trying to twist. No, no, it was really just Steven and getting that Pat's defense from him. Um, 
I'm more of like a sit and wait kind of guy. I like to, there's like guys I'm watching in free agency, um, just to see. So that's, that's pretty much it. That's where I'm at. Awesome. Well, I'll throw this out there. I'm definitely interested in Miles Sanders, Jake and Levi. I'm interested in JK Dobbins. So, uh, hit me up. Uh, JSN is on the table. I don't know if that's sexy to anyone, but, uh, anyways, uh, we'll see you. I'll see you next time. Uh, Jake and Steven, I do have a recording I did with them last year, like kind of introducing them to the league. And then I never did anything with it. So I will be releasing that sometime. Um, but, uh, that was a pretty fun interview. I'll see. I could trim that down because we talked like an hour or longer. Drop that whole thing, dude. Double <laughs> feature. Just uncut. It was Drop so chaotic. The there wasn't even like a real intro. It's just like, Hey, we're fucking talking. Let's go. And I love it. Love it. All right. I'll drop that sometime, but uh, good luck, everybody. Fantasy football is finally fucking back. And just wanted to plug this music you're listening to, the intro and outro. I am stealing it from my Titans podcast, Two Tone Bruce. Everybody wants to check it out. Um, all right, guys, I will see you around semi-trade offers. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>